0: What's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode. Back in the shed. Back in the shed. We're back to our, our home, uh, our home away from home.
1: Actually, this is home. That's the home away from. The... Oh yeah, that's true. That's true. Yeah, I, so... I, I like it in here better. <laughs> Even though it is, it is hot and humid in here right now. Uh, we just got some rain, and it's still pretty warm. But I do love the shed. Yeah. The, it's a little humid, a little, a little moist in here. It's like it's like being in, <laughs> it's like being in somebody's mouth. <laughs> But not in a good way.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh, we got a good show for you today, I think. Uh, entertaining a, one. Entertaining, uh, you know, talking about this week, Independence Day, important week, yeah, in
1: uh, in our history.
0: Yeah, the day uh, Will Smith saved the world
1: from aliens. True story. Jeff Goldblum.
0: Or, or wait, are we talking? Are we talking about that Independence Day or
1: the actual Independence Day? I feel as though we should touch on them both. Oh yeah, there we go. We can do that. <laughs> So, uh, as, as everybody's probably going to be aware when this comes out, we're a little behind the times here. It's actually July 6th, uh, but how was your 4th of July, Trav?
0: It it went pretty good, uh, you know, we did the typical American thing, we, um, we grilled out, we went swimming, played with some recreational explosives, shot some guns. Nice. So. Good way to spend it. Well, you know, that's one of the things too, um. You know, going back to the uh, original July 4th celebrations, that's one thing that they did was they shot guns and shot cannons off for, uh, for to celebrate the 4th.
1: Everybody should have a cannon.
0: Yeah. Still, yeah, we haven't got it. We, we put out a video a while back about getting a cannon, and a lot of people liked that video, but we didn't get
1: any cannon makers. Here's my thing out. guys. I don't know how to make a, a real working cannon. I mean I know how I don't I don't yeah. I don't have the uh equipment to make a real working cannon, but what I can make you all is a potato gun. Oh yeah. There we go. Which functions
0: much the same. Functions much the same Well see there's a there's a company out there. I think it's um they make other guns and stuff too, but I think it's Dixie Gunworks makes some cannons. They do. They make uh some solid
1: brass. i we'll
0: have to see what we can find from them.
1: If you guys are so kind as to hook us up with enough money to afford a canning, we'd really appreciate it. Yeah, and we'll set it off out You're here in forever in your debt. Uh, but I'll build a potato gun, yeah. Oh, yeah, those are fun. Those are fun. We did one in uh, in high school as part of our class.
0: Oh, really? Did it as like a science project as a combustion and
1: fuel it, air it loves, mixtures? And... We got one potato to go for probably 300 yards. Oh, yeah, yeah, like, yeah. but I mean. Further than that, it would have been into traffic. So I think that was a calculated move. Yeah, yeah,
0: we used, no, we, used, um, we used Aquanet, Aquanet. Yeah, and it's crazy. Usually, the cheaper the hairspray, the better the results. How dare you shit on Aquanet, sir? It's like 90, 97
1: cents a can. I mean, I, Aquanet is high class. Use the Aquanet extra hold That's or right. whatever. It, Aquanet got us through the 80s. <laughs> Caused a hole in the ozone layer. Yeah, just courtesy of Aquanet. <laughs> That's right. And Right Guard. <laughs> That's right, yeah. yeah. I don't know about you, but when I was cold up in Montana, we'd be out on our front steps in the winter going, <laughs> <laughs> where's this global warming? Yeah, cold as shit up here. Bullshit, it's cold out that, here. Yeah. here. That's right. <laughs> Actually, that, that was a Drew Carey skit.
0: <laughs>
1: yeah. That's that pretty, awesome. Yeah. Drew Carey came up with that. So, credit to you, sir.
0: Well, you know, in the in the 70s, I think it was, they were talking about there was going to be another Ice Age.
1: So yeah, I know. They couldn't make up their mind. <laughs> and, now, and now we're fucking 10 degrees above normal. Yeah. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. It always changes. But... You know, all these fucking climatologists, politician motherfuckers, still got private planes.
0: Yeah, that's right. Yeah, you can't. You got to go to your climate summit with your private jet. You know, pushing out all yeah, that CO two. John
1: Kerry and fucking Al Gore. Yeah, rolling around in their private fucking planes and their seven houses.
0: And <laughs> well, you know, the thing is though, too, we're speaking on that. You know, you got all these big politicians and climate people and all that stuff. They all bought these houses right next to the coast. If global warming's happening and then the coasts are going to flood, why are they or buying real their e- house away? Yeah. Why are they buying real estate on the coast?
1: I, I don't know, man. I'm yeah. not all, I'm not all for it. I'm a, I'm a fly coach kind of guy. Heck
0: yeah. <laughs> the only time I've ever flown business class was because of a free upgrade.
1: I flew first class, uh, two times. I got upgraded one time cause I was active duty military. Yeah. Which was pretty cool. And then when I got hired by Lockheed Martin, they flew me from Vegas to Houston in first class. Nice. And, uh. It was awesome. And I was like, man, Lockheed Martin is a great company to work for. And then I flew to Cannon Air Force Base in Clovis, New Mexico, in coach. Well, to Lubbock. Yeah. And then drove to Clovis, which is like a two-hour drive. Yeah. And then uh, I was there a week. And then I got deployed. And I was like, man, Lockheed Martin is not a great company. (laughs) But it turned out that Lockheed Martin may be a great company. But the people who were in the division that I worked for were dog shit. Oh man, and I don't—I don't think they all work there anymore. I think they all got shit canned. Oh, yeah. because of how shitty they were to everybody. Well,
0: that's the thing too. It's like Lockheed's such a big company that, uh, they, yeah, they got like what 50,000
1: 50, employees, something like that. They're well, everybody big. who I've talked to, not on the program that I was in, yeah, loves Lockheed. Yeah, yeah. It's just the program that I was in that is like the canker sore of that corporation.
0: Yeah, there was a couple guys I know that worked uh, on some other projects. Yeah, yeah they, they really loved it over there, so. Yeah.
1: Um anyway, we hope you guys had a wonderful Independence Day. We hope you all kept all your fingers and uh hopefully your toes.
0: Yeah. Yeah, there's a uh, you know, July 4th every year is usually the last day that someone somewhere will have all 10 fingers.
1: And it's also uh the the day that most people's dogs run away in the course of the year.
0: That's true. Uh, you got more uh more runaways during that thing. I saw one
1: right up the road here. I told him to go home.
0: Yeah. So, that I mean, that's a good public service announcement, uh, microchip your dogs, so that way if they end up missing, the, somebody can identify them.
1: Yeah, and on the 4th of July, if you don't uh, mind, keep your pets indoors, so they don't get too scared. There you go. My my dad actually was sitting out on his front deck watching the fireworks in Billings, and a chocolate lab came up and laid with him. Oh, yeah. And uh, stayed there for a couple hours, and then uh, my dad walked the neighborhood and found the owner, and they said, oh, we've been looking for him all night. Wow. So he dropped it off, and his name was Mac. He was a really nice dog, (laughs) I guess. Yeah, he just wanted just wanted to hang out. Yeah, just wanted to hang out. Yeah, but they had gone to a a family member's house to watch fireworks and left their dog in the backyard, and dog got out and didn't like all the. I found old Ron Ostermiller. There you go. (laughs) (laughs) We didn't do anything actually. Uh, So. Fourth of July for me on a personal level I love the I love the celebration factor of it I think it's great but uh, Fourth of July is a little bit bittersweet for me. Uh, I had a, I'm a big dog person. I'm sure you guys have realized that by the fact that I have so many fucking dogs running around when we film in the house <laughs> but I had a uh, I had a boxer when I lived in uh, North Carolina and in Vegas named Attila smartest dog I've ever been around in my life. he, has, he was a 4th of July baby. He was born on the 4th. Oh, yeah. So, uh, he got lung cancer at 11. And the last thing he ever ate was cheese pizza. Okay. So now on the 4th of July every year, I eat cheese pizza and I drink Jack Daniels.
0: Hey, and that's that's, not, that's a
1: pretty good little tradition, though. It's not bad. Yeah, yeah. I've been doing it every year since. Since, yeah. he, since he died. And, uh, great dog. But now with these dogs, a couple of them are really, really scared of the fireworks. So, we don't have kids yet. We got one in the, one bun in the oven. There you go. So, uh. Things will change when the kids get old enough to celebrate fireworks, but until then, we pretty much go on lockdown with the dogs and make sure that they're yeah. okay, because they tend to lose their shit. <laughs> so. But we did do a couple of years here, out in the Corral, we had some pretty big fireworks shows.
0: Yeah, yeah it was a couple years ago when we had uh, a few people out here mm-hmm. and all that, and we uh, set fire in the neighborhood. <laughs>
1: I still give Willie shit about that. <laughs> My friend, we got this friend, Willie, who's an amateur photographer. Oh, yeah. And he took all those pictures. This is when I was in the gym a lot. Yeah. And his wife didn't come with him, but she was looking at those pictures. And she, she said, uh, who's that guy with the big arms? <laughs> and he, he goes, well, that's Zach. And she was like, oh. And uh, but anyway, when when he got to work. The next day with me. Yeah. I was like, yeah, my wife made a comment about your arms. And I was like, what are you talking about? he said, yeah, she kept asking about your big arms. And I said, oh, yeah? Did she fuck you? <laughs> and he goes, what? <laughs> I said, did she look at my arms and then have sex with you because of it? And oh, that's hilarious. he got so pissed off. And I had never met his wife <laughs> oh. at this point. So uh, anyway, then he told her oh, no. what I had said. And then she came into work a couple weeks later to bring him lunch. Yeah. And I had never, never said a word to her. She just walked over and she felt my arms. Oh. And she looked over at Willie and she goes, <laughs> and, and I was like, This chick is my new best friend. Oh, that is like, awesome. Yes. And he was so butthurt. Oh, man. Yeah. So That's I, why y'all don't get along. Yeah. Actually, actually, we, time, times have changed. We get along really well now. Oh, man. But uh, yeah, I give him shit all the time. Still, I'll bring it up. Oh. But, uh, I
0: gotta get back in the gym and get them arms and back up. I know, I
1: know. I've been going back. I'm just trying to shrink the gut now. Oh, man. That's why... We go, when I go up the stairs, I,
0: I get out of breath going up the stairs now. <laughs> that's it's not like, good, It's man. horrible. I gotta get back in the gym and get, and get some uh, get them walking more. I've
1: actually been doing pretty well. I've been going pretty much every day. And uh, I can still move some weight around. I'm about 20 pounds heavier than I was last time I went in there. Yeah. But I, uh, I'm up to running about... Three, three and a half miles. Oh, that's not bad and, at all. Yeah, and I do that fucking stair climber. I oh. hate that goddamn thing. Hey, right, that's good for
0: you, though. I get, yeah. get the leg muscles going. Yeah. So, anyway,
1: not to get off topic on all that on shit. A, on a tangent on already. On a tangent.
0: You know, so I was looking at some... Uh, I've been reading different statistics said, and comments. and.
1: No offense, sir, but if you're closer to the uh, cooler than me... You ready for Would a, you mind grabbing me a brew? Yeah.
0: So... This week we're uh, drinking more of America's oldest brewery.
1: Yeah, well, we we are now. I was drinking a Moose Rule to start because I, I found one in the fridge hiding behind the milk. There you go. And I'm a Moose Rule fanatic. If you guys are ever in Montana, get you some. Uh, but anyway, it's not real like super patriotic like Angling is. So we'll just put that up there to show. There you go. Yeah, that we we love Moose Drill. Yeah, it's some good stuff. It's my favorite. Yeah,
0: when you brought that case. Uh, that was uh, the first time I'd ever had it. I like well, it. If,
1: if we go back up, my mom and I are talking about going up in, uh, like, August, September time frame. Uh, I'll bring some of that. Heck I'll yeah. I'll load up.
0: Yeah. So, yeah, we'll, we'll throw in a pitch for Yingling again. Uh, it's one of our favorite beers. We got the Yingling Flight right now. Flight is delicious.
1: And uh, I think it's one of my favorites now.
0: Yeah. Yeah. The, and I like the and the Yingling. And I like the traditional... coming pint
1: cans. Yeah. That's the nice. The Manly
0: pint cans. Yeah. Oh, yeah.
1: It's like like having a little girth in your hand. (laughs) Something I'm not all that used (laughs) to. Not used to that. (laughs) It's got some weight to it. That's right. Throw this thing around. (laughs) Oh, Uh, Oh, man.
0: Yeah, so I was uh, getting back. I was looking at some uh, statistics or, I don't know, comments and stuff. I follow a bunch of different uh, podcast marketing channels like on Twitter and and, uh, stuff. And um, they always ask questions like, do you like a podcast that, gets right to the topic or do you want one to have some banter back and forth? And it's pretty split usually down the middle about some people say, I want them to get right to the point. Cause when I'm listening to a podcast, I just want to hear the facts
1: and that's it. i like, I think it depends on cause I, cause I like both. I yeah. mean, but, but if I'm there for a specific purpose, yeah, I don't want any of the, any of the bullshit. Yeah. But most of the time when I'm listening to podcasts, it's not that I want to listen to the podcast. It's background noise. Yeah, I like, I listen to podcasts when I work out. Yeah. I like the podcast, but my main point is working out. Or if I'm on a road trip. Yeah, exactly. I listen to podcasts or whatever. Or if I'm flying. Yeah. You know, if, if I'm doing, like, I'll actively, <coughs> or I'm even in the shower, I listen to podcasts usually. Well, that's the thing. I think it depends on what you're looking
0: for. Because I think really our demographic, the people that are listening to our podcast, are here for the bullshit. They're not, like, they. I I hope
1: I hope you're here for the bullshit because there's plenty of it.
0: Yeah, exactly. Because you know sometimes it takes a little bit to get to the point. Sometimes we get off on tangents that are totally unrelated. That's true. But I think I hope you I hope you guys appreciate that.
1: I think getting to know us to the core.
0: And I think they do. I think it's resonating. Like the last two months have been like our best two months so far. We've been doing this for a little over a year now.
1: And uh, yeah, I'll be honest, man. The first one was a rough. It was. It was bad. It was bad. Because like I didn't know what the fuck I was doing. Oh, no. We still barely know what we're doing. but Yeah, but now at least we can just bullshit. Yeah. yeah. I, yeah, uh, I can talk to anybody for an hour. The first uh,
0: the first few episodes were, were rough to get through. and uh, I think
1: we kind of hit the stride in the, uh, the uh, Andre the Giant. Yeah. That's did, still my favorite episode. That was like a three hour long episode, too. That we was my favorite episode. <laughs> we, we were annihilated. <laughs> of that fucking pink wine.
0: Yeah. Oh, man. This that stuff was good, though, it man. It was. It was like a pink rosé wine or whatever. What was
1: it? It was called something pink. I can't remember the name of it. I have to go back and look. Yeah. I liked it, though. That was good stuff.
0: Yeah, man. <laughs> i to have to go back and revisit some of that stuff one of these days.
1: <laughs> yeah. Uh. Anyway, I hope you guys had a wonderful 4th of July. Uh, We're going to give you a couple fun facts about uh, the 4th of July, and then we're going to Kind of leapfrog into our next subject. Yeah, Independence Day. Independence Day. Not the day. Not the day. So, uh, do you
0: know, Independence Day in a way technically is not July Fourth. What? Uh, what? Is it like? I guess I don't know. So, the uh, the the original founding fathers, the um, the congressional delegates or whatever they wanted to call themselves back then, or the the colonial representatives. Okay. They met. In July, and they voted t- to declare independence. This the yeah. And they all voted on July 2nd to uh, declare independence from... They'd actually been kind of working on this stuff behind the scenes. they have been uh, um, trying to gather support and-, and sway votes and stuff like that. And they voted on D- July 2nd, 1776. Okay. And the vote was... Uh, think it was unanimous for secession from let's get the fuck out from great britain and uh so and uh so that was the big thing too so that led to a big feud between john adams and uh thomas jefferson
1: about what if they were on the same side what were they bitching about
0: what the the day Mm. so uh tom or uh, john adams had wrote in uh, a few different articles in newspapers and he had uh, told a few of his colleagues and stuff and he was saying July 2nd will be known forever from coast to coast as the day you know America was founded and and uh gained its independence from Britain and all that and then July 2nd pretty much kind of just disappeared from history because when they agreed on the final wording of the declaration, the declaration of independence yeah it was dated July 4th and that's when it was Everybody agreed of the Declaration of Independence on July 4th, and that was the date on it. So then, that's and when uh, John Hancock signed it, the first signature on there, that's when everybody, you know, decided that July 4th was the the date. So
1: John Adams was probably pretty ass hurt. He I mean, was
0: pretty he was pretty but hurt about it. So huh. th- there was times uh, that he was um, asked to come and speak at like public events. For July fourth celebrations and he refused to do it. Really? Because he wanted to do it on July second. He was. 2nd. Salty. He was. Mm. So they he wanted to uh he always wanted to do it on July second and uh he would refuse to to go to different places and stuck to his something. guns, yeah. Um,
1: yeah. Well, that's kinda that's kinda shitty.
0: Yeah. They uh I think some of it too stem from so uh the two main authors of the Declaration of Independence was Thomas Jefferson and John Adams. Yeah, there's a, uh, There was also Ben Franklin. Yeah, I knew, I knew, I knew there was like
1: Ben had something to do with it.
0: There were like five members that kind of all worked on it together. But uh, basically Thomas Jefferson, they said, wrote like 90% of it. So he had the greatest input yeah. impact. And uh, I think Adams was a little butthurt about that, though, too. He didn't get as much credit for it as what he wanted, though, too.
1: I don't know. I think he got quite a bit of credit yeah. as the years <laughs> went by. So my question is. George Washington wasn't involved in any of this.
0: No, he was, he was, uh, a commander in the army. In the, yeah. Uh,
1: but no. But then, was, so, so once everything was all said and done, they were like, we're done here, bro. You're up.
0: Yeah, pretty much. Uh, cause they selected him to be the, cause he was, uh, he wasn't even a general at that time. He was like a, um, like a captain or something. A captain or yeah. a commander or something yeah. like that. And they promoted him to general and they wanted him to command the, the continental army. And, um, so they the knew, that was like one of the first orders of business uh, that they knew they were going to have to fight against the British and they wanted to, they needed a general. So, yeah. So they called up old George.
1: It'd be cool to get tapped for something like that, but yeah. man, that'd be a lot of pressure.
0: Yeah. Um, he was, it was kind of cool about George Washington though, too, after the war was over with. And he wanted to disappear. He did. And uh, yeah, he didn't, he wanted he, to
1: become a hermit.
0: He didn't want to be president either. Yeah, he was
1: his. That's why. That's why he was the perfect pick, though.
0: Yeah, yeah, that's exactly. He wasn't
1: gonna get power hungry.
0: Yeah, Um, he only did two terms. He only did eight years. Yeah, and back then there was no term limits. Uh, And he, they said he could have served as long as he wanted to back then, and he said no because the whole reason why we did this was to keep a single person from being in power too long. Yeah, it's time for me to step down. That's cool. But yeah, he didn't want the job to begin with, and
1: they talked him into it. There was a, a shop at Caesars in Vegas that it was an autograph shop, and they had autographs from everybody, man. And they had one up there. It was it was not one autograph. It was it was a, a big ass portrait, I guess. I would, I don't know. Yeah, would call. It. But it was every president ever's autograph.
0: Holy crap!
1: Yeah, everybody from George Washington to Obama at the time,
0: like. So they it was all uh, like handwritten. Wedding. Yeah,
1: whether it had been cut from a letter or what, but every oh. one of them was a handwritten autograph. Wow! In the in the one, for, it was selling for like two hundred seventy thousand, two hundred seventy-five grand, which that's a lot of money. But like. That doesn't really. I would s- pay that if I just had two hundred seventy-five grand sitting yeah. around that I could fork over. That really doesn't sound like a whole lot. No, for like that's like a that, yeah. that's a like that's a one of one document. Yeah, like thing or whatever.
0: I wonder if there's something like in the White House somewhere, like a like a uh, a diary or a um like a ledger or something like that. I'm
1: sure that there is. There there has
0: to be that like each president has like made a little entry into and signed well, or
1: something. So, I mean, not quite on the same lines here, but you know, Fenway Park in Boston. Yeah. You can go inside the scoreboard and there's a signature from every player that's ever played there.
0: Oh, that's freaking cool. I didn't
1: yeah. know that. Yeah. That's cool. Fun fact. Heck yeah. But uh no, like the, the 275 grand, like that's a lot of money. I'm yeah. not saying that it's not, but like it seems like that would be worth more.
0: Yeah. To me. Yeah, it, I have an ever president on there? That's like I cool.
1: would I would just go in there and stare at it like, yeah. He, how impactful this is. Like this is the yeah, leader of those. the free world. Yeah. Forever. <laughs> since, <laughs> since America was founded since 1776. Yeah. yeah. That's crazy. Mm. So, I hope that's still there. Because, like, someday. Yeah. Oh, I'm gassing. <laughs> someday I'm going to buy that.
0: Yeah, there you go. Hey, maybe, you never know, maybe uh, Spotify will pick us up and give us one of those Joe Rogan contracts and we can, we'll go buy it. If so, we'll uh, we we put it on would, the wall. Exactly. Gra- exactly we'll right put here. it up
1: right here in the shed.
0: Yeah. Say, there there's Obama's signature right there.
1: <laughs> we'll get him on the show. Oh yeah, he's a very eloquent speaker. He is actually. Yeah. Yeah. I would sit down and shoot the shit with Obama. I don't agree with a lot of the policies, but as far as like a human being, yeah, he seems like a really nice guy. I think we should ask him if Michelle is actually Michael. I don't think she is, man. I don't like <laughs> Michelle. I don't know. But again, I don't have to agree with everybody's uh, I don't agree with 99% of people's opinions on shit. But yeah, exactly. I don't That's judge pretty...
0: but like and that's another reason that why the the Declaration of Independence and what makes America great is we're all allowed to have our own opinions on shit. Yeah,
1: yeah. So, no, I'd sit down and drink with Obama and Michelle, hang out with them for a day. So there's, a, there's not a living president that I wouldn't sit down and shoot the shit oh, with. Oh hell yeah! Just I mean, they're all historic figures. They are. Whether they are. you like
0: them or not, it'd be kind of. Probably kinda of hard to hold a conversation with Biden, but
1: I would still sit down with him. <laughs> yeah, we could just we could just share cracker jacks. Yeah, with Biden.
0: Hey there, Paw Paul. us uh yeah. <laughs> you wanna yeah. go for a walk. <laughs> yeah,
1: tell me stories about Steeltown man. Yeah. 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 <laughs> tell me about the things you did in the eighteen hundreds. Oh man. Well,
0: I, I, so uh do you know how old Thomas Jefferson was when he wrote the Declaration of Independence?
1: I would guesstimate 50s, but that's just a blind ass guess. No, so, no clue.
0: So, you got to think about the context of this, though, too. So, this is basically, and it still is, one of the most important documents uh-huh. ever written. It's one we refer to still to this day. It is
1: like, makes some. The Magna Carta and that are probably the two most important.
0: Yeah, it makes some profound statements, you know, like endowed by our creator that uh, all men are created equal. Yeah. You know, some big quotes, right? was 33 years old when he wrote the declaration of independence
1: really yes that's impressive
0: uh one of the other um at the time ben franklin was 70 when he he helped Jeez. out with but yeah he was really
1: like way old for back then
0: yeah he was he was really he, he, he made it to his 80s he was like 84 85 when he died ben franklin liked orgies yeah and he uh You know, they found, well, there was another thing, too. Um, He lived in London for a while. He was a spy. Well, and they found, like, a shitload of bodies in the basement of his old house. I
1: didn't know that.
0: They were trying to say he was a serial killer, but he wasn't. Like, uh, he started a a medical school, and he was doing, like, autopsies and, like, learning how to... He was learning... He He dabbled.
1: He he dabbled in a lot of different shit.
0: Yeah, the dude, uh, he was an inventor. You know, he made bifocal glasses.
1: He hung the key on the kite.
0: yeah discovered you know the lightning shit and yeah. uh made a uh, made a nice efficient wood stove the Franklin wood stove
1: no he uh but he was he was a genuine spy for the brits yeah which is like that may anger some folks to know that but it was all actually it was like a double double agent
0: yeah yeah uh, and then when when actually there was that's the thing too when they um when they signed the declaration or they're getting ready to declare, he was living in London at the time and they recalled him back to the, yeah. to the states. So he came back for, for all that stuff too. Yeah,
1: But yeah, um, but yeah, freaking, it's weird. They haven't done like a, like a, you know, cause they did the, the Lincoln movie and yeah, they haven't done one of Ben Franklin. Cause that was, that's a really interesting dude. Yeah. That
0: dude, he, uh, and there's so much stuff. Yeah. Like all the, the inventing and the writing, um, and yeah, some the of the orgies. some of the theories yeah he uh he wrote uh a bunch of uh literature as a woman i did not know that. he had a pen name that was uh, i can't remember the name now i can't but he he submitted a bunch of different uh books and uh short stories as a, as woman. a woman writer
1: yeah women writers were probably not all that common back then
0: yeah uh, i can't remember the name we'll have to uh look that up or something but yeah um But, yeah, just like you think of the language of the document and and all that it said and how it was stated. Pretty
1: much covered every base. And being 33 years old. It's the greatest breakup letter of all time. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Fuck y'all. Yeah. We're out. (laughs) Yeah. uh,
0: So there was uh, 56 original signers. That That I did know. The, it's Herbie Hancock. Herbie Hancock.
1: Uh,
0: so the, the youngest was 26 that signed it. I can't remember. I, I had his name, but I can't remember who it was now. I don't hmm. know if I've wrote, wrote it down. And the oldest was, uh, Franklin. At was seven. Ben. Yep. Um, so, but you know, the, the, it wasn't signed on July 4th.
1: It was signed over like a multiple day period, right? Yeah.
0: Uh most of the
1: signatures but came But like the last one was in like August.
0: Yeah, the most of the signatures actually came in August and August 2nd was it was finally signed by everybody. I remember reading that. Uh but the very first signature and the most prominent one though is was Johnny Boy. John Hancock. Kirby. Oh, <laughs> so do you know uh That's you, from Tommy Boy.
1: Uh, oh yeah, that's right. Yeah. yeah.
0: <laughs> we watched uh I watched uh, Billy Madison with the kids this week. Did you? Ah oh, great movie. Yeah. <laughs> great movie. <laughs> uh but, um, so do you know why he wrote his name so big and so prominent on there? I do not. So he was the very first signer of the... And, and it's he, like in the middle. He yeah. wrote it in the middle, right there at the very top of all the... Everybody else signed below him. And he wrote it freaking big. And yeah. that's that's why now the term, give me your John Hancock, right. yeah, yeah, yeah. is because of that. But he he said... uh. I want King George to be able to read it from England is, is why I wrote it so big. Cause he, he was like, fuck you King George. Here's my big ass signature. So that way you can read it.
1: That's cool. Yeah. He he wasn't holding
0: back or anything or was not try. We had a copy
1: it. of it on my wall at my dad's house. Oh, nice. Yeah. And then, uh, I know again, Boston, I don't know why I'm bringing this up, but fucking Boston Red Sox, you suck. But at Fenway, John Hancock insurance has a big sign up there and yeah. it's, it's his signature. Which looks pretty cool.
0: Well, that's uh, Boston, is and Massachusetts in general was uh, was huge with the July Fourth celebration stuff. They were yeah. actually the first state. Massachusetts was the first state to uh, declare July Fourth as a holiday. That's cool. And uh, some of the the very first celebration was actually in Pennsylvania and Philadelphia because that was the original no, was the capital. capital then, yeah. 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 But yeah, uh, Massachusetts was the first to make it a holiday. And then, how
1: many cities have been the capital? Three, right? Uh it was Philly, New York, then DC. I don't remember about New York. I knew I thought it was. I thought it was for like a two, three year period. It was like a really short period. That
0: might have been. I'm wanting to say like after the war, 1812, whenever the they burned the White House down. Yeah,
1: that may be. That might have. Been I, a I I could be something. totally wrong about that. Yeah, I just think that was right, but yeah. I'm not. I'm not that smart as you guys have figured out. <laughs> yeah. um... So the, uh,
0: the whole John Adams and uh, Thomas Jefferson feud lasted, and they, they held a grudge against each other. They, they were competing their whole lives, and they ended up competing to the death, and they died on the same day.
1: No shit.
0: And you, know, you never guess what day they died. Fourth of July. July 4th, 1826.
1: No shit.
0: 50 years exactly to the day they, huh. of the Declaration of Independence.
1: That's pretty cool. You couldn't plan that any better.
0: Yeah. <laughs> and it was like hours apart. Like, I don't remember which one died first, but... The loser. Yeah. I <laughs> mean, <laughs> uh, you know, Adam should have done it on the second. That way he could have like went out on the day that he wanted all along. But
1: Sometimes he got out last. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, that's pretty cool. I did not know that. I was unaware.
0: There was another president that died on July 4th, too, but it was like in the 1800s. I can't remember who it was, hmm. but... But yeah, uh, so yeah, one of the last one of the last kind of facts that I found was um, the very first July Fourth celebration was in 1777, of course, because it was the first anniversary. Yeah, and that happened in uh, Philadelphia. Okay, and they shot off muskets and cannons, and then they shot off fireworks, and that was the first time that you know they shot off fireworks and that they kind of like that kind of be the um became synonymous with july 4th yeah. celebrations shooting off fireworks
1: fireworks were invented in china were they not
0: i think so yeah the, the original rockets yeah. and gunpowder and all that they said uh they yeah i think they credited china with inventing gunpowder i think there was some debate between china and um uh, uh the middle east actually i think they had came up with something close to it about that time too hmm. but um but yeah they shot the fireworks and then uh uh, they had a celebration in Boston in Boston Harbor, and they, some of the ships would shoot their cannons off, and they would shoot a thirteen cannon salute for one forever colony. One for every colony, yeah, that's cool. And the original salutes were thirteen shot salutes instead of now it's the twenty one. Yeah, twenty one
1: gun salute.
0: Yeah, but yeah, why is
1: it twenty one gun salute?
0: I don't know. That might we have some, that's some sounds like something we'd have to uh, research and figure out why. It
1: seems like something we should know.
0: Yeah. Huh, that's a good
1: question. We'll have to look that one up. Yeah, I don't understand. Yeah, because I don't know that one offhand. Hmm. Yeah, it doesn't really make a whole lot of sense. Like just off the top of my head. Yeah. Hmm.
0: So, uh, so skip ahead. You know, Americans doing what they're doing. They they get bigger and better every year with their celebrations, and uh, so now you know it's evolved into grilling out and. and eat burgers and 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 watching baseball and and uh so there is and i don't remember what year these statistics were came up but so they say on july 4th americans eat 150 million hot dogs
1: led by joey chestnut
0: yes he ate half of them
1: (laughs) yeah i was reading the deal where in his competitive eating career he's eaten over 12,000 hot dogs that's freaking nuts but see, I don't even see how it's
0: physically possible to eat. He, I think he ate sixty three hot dogs. Sixty two this, this year. Sixty. Yeah, yeah. It was like, 63, 65, 70,
1: like. 72 or seventy three is his record because he set the record last year. Two, I think, no, two, two years ago. Yeah, he's been he's he's on the downhill man. Still better than anybody else. He's so. Slipping. Yeah. <laughs> fucking sixty two fucking hot dogs. How is that even possible? I mean, I don't know, man. I mean, you got, I was actually reading a deal on how competitive eaters do it. And a lot of them, what they do is the day before they will gorge themselves on grapes. On grapes? On grapes. Because I guess apparently you shit grapes out pretty quick, but it still stretches out your stomach. Okay. Yeah. So they'll, they will eat a shitload of grapes and stretch out their stomach, but then poop all the grape out. And then they go in with a stretched out, but empty stomach. Yeah. Yeah. Let's, I don't know how much truth there is to that, that's but crazy. that was that was what I had read. It's not coming from me, obviously. I can't yeah. eat sixty-two hot dogs. I could probably push my way through six, and then I'd feel really bad. Yeah,
0: that's probably the most I've ever ate. Yeah,
1: is yeah five or six dipped in water or lemonade.
0: It's <laughs> disgusting. But oh. they do that to shut yeah.
1: the mass of the bun. Yeah, they,
0: they it says it helps it
1: slide down better too. You gotta, mm. you gotta.
0: Relax the throat a little bit. And
1: yeah, anytime I gotta relax my throat and let something slide down, I'm saying no. No,
0: yeah. <laughs> Man.
1: I'm cool with chewing my fucking hot dog.
0: And some of those some of those same competitors, they'll go in there and eat like they go to that place in Amarillo and eat that giant ass steak that they have and all that stuff. Yeah. And there's a dude that ate that whole meal in like six minutes. He ate a five pound steak and a baked potato and a salad in like six minutes.
1: To be honest, like that sounds incredible and like Yeah. That's Momentous, I would not want to watch that.
0: No, that's uh, yeah, <laughs> it'd be like, I would a, be like mm. <laughs> it's like just a, a wild hyena, like terrorist. Yeah, man,
1: like <laughs> I watched uh, The Great Outdoors, man, when he's eating the old 96er, the big ass steak. Mm-hmm. Man, you'd, you'd just feel like I feel like you'd be just miserable. Oh, yeah, I uh, we, we did a TDY to Vegas one time when I was stationed in North Carolina with this dude, Bob. Great guy. He's retired. He works for Boeing now. And, uh... You getting a beer? No, I'm just gonna check just to make sure. Oh. But, uh, Bob, hey, uh, it was... He had to eat 20 pickled eggs in an hour. Oh, man. Purple pickled eggs. Like,
0: yeah, pickled in, like, pickled beet juice. Yeah, man.
1: And he did it. He did it. He, he got them down.
0: Imagine his farts the next day. Uh, well, he pickled, threw egg. he
1: threw up, like, way after. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, He threw up and, uh... He, but he had won... We, we made the deal where if he ate all those eggs in an hour... It initially, it started off, it was like a dollar an egg. And then more people got in on it. And he ended up making... It was like $800 that night. Holy he shit. made off doing that. Which, I mean... That's not bad. Yeah, I mean, there is, we were going to go out that night. And yeah. Bob was like, I can't. Like, I'm staying in. So we all went out. Well, Bob... Got a full night of sleep and still won $800 in Vegas. Oh. (laughs) I mean, yeah, he threw up, but he was probably going to do that anyway. Oh, yeah. That's that's, (laughs) that's the thing. If
0: you get one of those bets like that is you're going to pay me however much an egg. I'll eat as many as I can, and then I'll go out in the alley
1: out. Well, that was the deal. He had to get to 20. Yeah. Oh, man. And he did it. Heck, yeah. Bob, I don't know if you follow us or not. If you don't, you should. But if you do, I will never forget that. (laughs) And that was incredible. Eggs. I wouldn't had dinner with him when I went up to St. Louis a couple, well, three, four months ago, whatever it was. Yeah, when Keisha and I went up there, I wouldn't had dinner with him. Oh, okay, and uh, yeah, he brought it up right away. You remember when I had all those eggs? I was like, "Fuck yeah, I do." Never gonna forget like, that. Come <laughs> on, man. That like, was amazing.
0: Oh man,
1: yeah. But I felt bad for him. He was... Like his eyes were rolling back in his head and he was still throwing them in. Oh, that would... Yeah.
0: Yeah, that, that's the thing. You're miserable doing that shit. <laughs>
1: yeah, dude. He was feeling gross. Oh, man. Uh, There's like a...
0: Not, uh, I can't remember her name. You know, it's like the, the female champ for the, the competitive eaters. Yeah, yeah. It's like this little Asian girl. She's only like 100 pounds. She ate
1: 39.
0: Yeah. But like... Yeah, she can eat her... 39 and a half. Eat her body weight and hot dogs. <laughs>
1: Yeah. I wonder, like, if you took, like, labs. That spider up there. I wonder if you took somebody's labs, like, the next day. You see how much, like, cholesterol they Sodium. had? Sodium. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, you can not be... Like, that's not a healthy habit. But
0: I wonder, though, if they're eating so much, if their body actually even processes all of it. I wonder if they just, like, shit oh, out. Oh,
1: that's even gross. You're just shitting out hot dog meat. Yeah. Ugh. Yeah. Just, oh,
0: that's so gross. Because you think you, you you can only process so much at one time, and if you're just... If it's just in at there. least
1: they're Nathan's and not like bar S hot dogs, <laughs> <laughs> no, no offense to bar S, I give them to my dog. <laughs> it is Those are the, prime quality, that's the bottom day. of the barrel, right there. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Shit. they just ground up the bologna and threw it in the hot dogs. <laughs> uh, that's gross. That's really the only
0: difference between bologna and hot dogs is the shape. Bologna just is a giant hot dog you slice and slices. Yeah, but it tastes different, <laughs> it makes you sh- grill it. You know, like you do
1: a. I do. I still like smoked baloney. Smoked grilled, yeah.
0: Smoked grilled bologna or fried baloney is really good.
1: Yeah, I, I like spam too. Yeah, spam's expensive now. It is. It's spam crazy. Used to be like the fucking trailer park cheap ass food. Yeah. I don't know what you're doing spam, but yeah, you bring your it's prices like down.
0: Seven dollars for a can of spam. That's like yeah, this used to be poor folk food. Yeah.
1: You get the Walmart brand spam now. Treat. Treat. No. Uh, no, the great value. I didn't know they made it. I just yeah. I, we buy treat now. Keisha does not need it. I do. I don't care.
0: I'll eat. I made mean, a uh, uh, one of my buddies in the Air Force, uh, Filipino dude, and he would always have spam and eggs and spam rice. Spam and eggs and rice. Yeah. yeah,
1: yeah. That's a big Hawaiian thing. Yeah,
0: that's where he was from. He was from Hawaii, and uh, that's what introduced me to the spam yeah. and eggs and
1: rice. It's, it's wonderful. I like I like fried spam sandwiches.
0: Yeah, yeah. He would do the. Uh, he'd make like spam sushi. I don't know. It's like he would fry the the, the spam and then put it on a. On a uh, nugget of
1: rice would put seaweed on it. It was actually pretty good. People who can, like, just normal people who can wrap seaweed, like, that's a that's <laughs> an art in itself. Because, yeah. like, I would just have a, just a hot mess of seaweed all over. Oh, yeah. Um, not for me. Uh, well, guys, we're going to transition our conversation into a very patriotic movie. Yeah, it is. N- named after the 4th of July. Independence Day.
0: And the main thing I wanted, the reason why I wanted to talk about this movie is I love the movie, so don't get
1: me wrong. But I've got some
0: problems with it, though,
1: too. There's some nitpicky stuff. I I will say, I remember when it came out. It came out the same year as Twister. Because those are two of my favorite movies. Yeah, Twister was... We got cows! (laughs) You know, they're filming Twister, too. Oh, really? Right now. Well, I don't know. if They they probably wrapped it up in, in Oklahoma. Keisha and I submitted photos to be extras. Oh, heck yeah. And, uh... They shot us down. Oh, man. I even put a... Well, put the picture up. We will put the picture up that we submitted. Oh, yeah. Because it's pretty fucking cool. <laughs> I'll sh- okay, know, yeah. Yeah, I, it's on my old phone. It's on my old phone. Yeah, you but, send uh, it to me. We'll put it on the video. Oh Yeah, let me see if she can send it to me right now. Let me text her real quick. Anyway. Uh, yeah, so Independence Day came out. I went and saw it with both my dad and my mom on separate occasions because they were divorced. Yeah, but I saw the movie twice in the theater. It was the first movie I ever saw twice in the theater.
0: Really, I think I, you know, I'm to I think I saw it in the theater too. Like, uh, but yeah, the sound system. I remember the when the spaceship came across the moon and it was like vibrating the footprints. I remember the
1: the sound from like that's shaking, shaking of, the whole theater. That's one of the nitpicky things. About there's it. no sound in space. No, no, no. Well, I have nothing to do with that. Although that's true, uh, as as I'm sure you all know. Space is a vacuum and will not carry sound. But also, that scene, when the spaceship comes in, is a sunlit view of the Southern Hemisphere. Oh, okay. But it's in July. Oh, I didn't even realize that. That's pretty good. It would actually be timeline correct if it was the Northern Hemisphere that was sunlit.
0: Yeah. Yeah, that's right. That makes sense. Fun fact. Yeah... The, we'll get into that here in a minute. But yeah, some of the, some of the, so Independence Day, it's, it's a military movie. It and is. At the time when I saw it, when I was a kid, it was the greatest movie ever. I love the Alien and Yeah, it was movies. an awesome movie. Yeah. Now,
1: after being in
0: the Air Force and knowing what I know about fighter jets and all the other Air Force inventory, now I have to like, I watch it and I'm like, fuck, they got That's that That's why bomb. I can't
1: watch, and I know Top Gun is a Navy movie, but yeah, I worked fighter jets for several years. Like I can watch top gun and be like, Ugh.
0: yeah, exactly. And then I, I was watching this movie. Yeah. We watched it this weekend with the kids. Cause they'd never seen it before.
1: Kids kids have not seen Independence day? No. Oh, but, that's amazing. And,
0: uh, I think we're going to watch the new one this weekend, the resurgence and <sighs> tell them to be
1: ready, be ready to be disappointed. Yeah. The second one sucked. What the fuck were you thinking? And that supposedly they're going to work on a third one though, too. The second one just had like, no story. It was all action. Yeah, and I like action movies. You gotta have some. Sort but of there build was up. no substance to this movie at yeah. all. It just seemed like they were hitting fast forward through the whole movie. Yeah, there was. was no like real good dialogue. There was
0: no good story. Yeah, there's no like character because they introduced all these new characters, but they didn't really do any, very much development yeah, it on it or anything. That's the one
1: thing. Like Top Gun too. Yeah, have the, the great character development, awesome job. Yeah, still fake as shit on the flying, but great, awesome job in the actual yeah storyline. Independence Day two was a fucking abomination. So the 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 very first issue, well actually,
0: yeah, the very first issue I have with Independence Day movie is uh, there's a scene where they're they're calling an AWACS on on the radio and their AWACS is trying to get a visual of this yeah giant ass spaceship coming into into the atmosphere but the AWACS is flying through the clouds
1: it's a radar plane
0: well it's yeah. a radar plane but it's flying through the clouds you know in a normal air force operation the AWACS would be way above the clouds that would be at 35 40 000 feet yeah. above the cloud layers so that way they could have a good visual and then they were flying through all this stuff and then they they fly like head on into this object right yeah but they have that big ass radar they have that freaking 10 meter dish on top of yeah. the airplane they would have saw that thing coming a, a long ways away yeah. and not, not only all the other sensors and stuff they have on the aircraft they wouldn't have they wouldn't have put themselves in that situation to crash head on into a giant flying saucer.
1: Yeah.
0: It adds to the dramatic effect to it, though, I guess. Yeah, it's that the story. Yeah. So the next one. It, it was a minor detail. And some people might not even have noticed it. But um a couple scenes later, you got Will Smith, his character, and his buddy Harry uh, uh Harry Connick Jr. Harry Connick
1: Jr. My, my buddy. Yeah, your buddy. Met him. Fucking love Great your mom. Guy. <laughs> he told me he my mom. Told me love my mom. He's super nice though, Harry. If you're listening, come on into the shed, brother.
0: Yeah. So they're uh, they're in that dogfight, right? And they're it's to the point where they're running away, and they're flying to the canyon and all that, trying to get away from these little spaceships. And it shows his, uh, which isn't even the right indicator, but it shows on his little screen his mock indicator. And he's like, he's full afterburner, full throttle, but he's at sea level, flying through a canyon. Yeah. And it's showing him going Mach 2.5. It's actually not quite 2.5. It shows it's, it's, it's right like, there. It's like 2.4, 2.3. They're flying an F-18A model, because this is in the early no- Yeah. It might, it might be a C model. It might be an F-18C, because this is the middle 90s. The top speed of an F-18C is Mach 1.8 at 40,000 feet. So he's going a little. So
1: bit. me being a fighter guy. Yeah. This is where I'm going to tell you. That any advertised speed that you oh, yeah. see from a fighter is probably not accurate.
0: That's true too. So you got to take that with a grain of salt. Yeah, I get. I
1: agree with that. Yeah. So just just for instance, I'm a F-15 guy. Yeah. Love the F-15. Thing is fast as shit. Right. Yeah. Okay, there's 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 some wiggle room on this. You would never see a fully loaded aircraft flying Mach two. No, no matter what the fuck aircraft it is, there's just too much drag. Yeah, too, too much, much drag. weight. Yep, it cannot be done. You would run out of gas trying to get there. Yep. But that being said, a slick F eighteen. I don't know much about the F eighteen, so I'm not going to be the guy to tell you this. Yeah. But I could see a slick F-18 pushing it to very close to that. Yeah. Because I know the D-class speed of an F-15 is Mach 2.5. Yeah. So a, a slick C model running with like 229s. Yeah.
0: It's possible, I think. But in this scene, though he's maneuvering, though I can see that like you hitting that speed in a dive, you know, or coming in, you know, at a yeah. straight level or something. But he's he's maneuvering back and forth through a canyon and all that. But stuff.
1: most people don't know this fun fact. The uh, you know Chuck Yeager is credited with breaking the speed of sound. Yeah, he is the first to do it in straight and level flight, but he is not the first to do it. It was actually done four days prior by a major I cannot remember his name in an F eighty six Saber. Oh yeah, but he did it in a dive. So he's not given the credit. Oh, yeah. That's the first time the speed of sound was broken. Yeah, I think I remember hearing something about that. We have to do a, We have to do an episode on
0: that. We can do yeah. one on Chuck Yeager. Heck, yeah. That guy's career was fucking wild. great American right yeah. there. He was like one of the oldest guys to go to space, too, for, for yeah. a while.
1: I mean, who knows how many times he actually went there yeah. with the programs he was on. <laughs> but anyway, that's all beside the point. Uh, yeah, I can see what you're saying. There's no way in hell you'd get a loaded F-18 no matter what model yeah Plan Mach 2 through a canyon yeah maneuverable it's just not possible
0: yeah, yeah and uh, which and I know they're doing it for and in that scene is just a, f- a few seconds where it shows the the indicator on the screen and stuff and I'll put a picture of it up too um if I can find it if I can find a still shot you'd have to it. yeah but uh I don't know, and because most people, especially at that time though, when this movie came out, I think it was '96 when it came out, they didn't know some of the stuff they know nowadays though. Too, some of that stuff wasn't disclosed and yeah. different things. But man, the biggest thing that chaps my ass about the whole thing with was, for one thing, it's all it's very marine and navy heavy, which I love the marines; they're they're great. But uh yeah. where are is any other weapons besides a fighter jet used in this movie?
1: The B2. The stealth, the nuke scene. Well, yeah, the nuke scene. Which also, totally unrealistic, by the way. Yeah, oh
0: yeah, they had the the little ground vehicle on the ground there and all that stuff. Not only that.
1: Oh, yeah. Just the fact that they got within range... Like, like visual range to shoot a fucking cruise missile. Yeah. Not happening. No, I mean, exactly. Shoot that shit from over the horizon and let it do the work. Cause then the B2 is not fast enough to get away.
0: Yeah. Yeah. When they launched that nuke and when it detonated, like they were still making their turn. Like that, that, that would have destroyed the aircraft. Absolutely. That, yeah. that, that little armored vehicle that was on the ground would have been destroyed though too. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, they're.
1: Some of the cinematic. Yeah, exactly. Some yeah. of those
0: for dr- drama and stuff. But, yeah. But one of the biggest, the biggest thing I
1: cinematic freedom.
0: Yeah. There you go. Or, uh, what is it? Uh, it used to be in writing poetic license or whatever, yeah, creative yeah. license, but you know, so you got the big scene where they're all flying in and they're all, you yeah know, all these fighter jets flying in and they launch all these missiles at, the, at the, at the big giant spaceship. So if you look, there's a website, it's like a independence day wiki or whatever. And in the movie, in this world, the those spaceships are 15 miles across. The big ones, yeah. They're, the, the, they call them the city killers or yeah. the city destroyers or whatever they call them. And it says it's four kilometers thick on these. Yeah. So, you've got a... a if you're going to destroy a city, right... What would you shoot at a city if you're wanting to blow it up?
1: Not an F-18 with air-to-air missiles.
0: Exactly. So, they had all these, uh... So, I did some research, looked it up, because I didn't know for sure exactly the size. The 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 warhead on a AIM-120, that's what they... The Fox 3, you know, yeah. they say, Fox 3, and shoot the missile. It's an AIM-120
1: AMRAM. It Which has, means advanced medium-range air-to-air missile.
0: Yes. Uh... Depending on the model of the missile, because they have different iterations of there's it, there's a shitload of them. Yeah, uh, forty-four to forty-nine pounds is yeah. They're they're head head not side.
1: big, they're but they just fly so far. That's the good thing about them. Yeah, is is uh uh amrams have a really they call them medium range. They have actually a pretty long it's range, like eighty-nine
0: range. miles or something like that. The range on them,
1: yeah, yeah,
0: Ish. the unclassified range, yeah. or
1: whatever. Yeah. But
0: yeah, and you know, so uh, the missile. I'm not going to get into what I do now. So this <laughs> missile weighs like around three hundred pounds. Depending yeah. on the variation of it. Most of that's rocket motor because it goes like Mach 4. Yeah. But it's a 40-pound, 40 40 to 40-50-pound warhead. So you're going to try to blow up a city with a 40-pound warhead of explosives. That, that's not going to happen. They, and they kind of touch on it in the movie where they're like, oh, we're out of missiles or we're not doing enough damage. But you never see... A one or a or a b-52 flyover you, you would what,
1: ideally you would you would launch cruise missiles you would yeah get a patriot battery in there
0: well so I so I did I some mean, research uh, on one of the scenes they uh, they showed f-18s and f-14s on the, on the tarmac yeah. uh, getting ready to launch for this and they never showed f-14s actually flying. they showed them on the ground but f f-18s and f14s both have Around a fourteen thousand pound weapons payload.
1: Well, f can carry the Phoenix too.
0: Yeah, yeah, an F fourteen can carry six Phoenix missiles. Yeah, and a Phoenix missile is a thousand pound missile. That warhead on it. I mean, most of that is booster because it's like a Mach six missile or something. Yeah, like Yeah, it's that. a big bitch. But uh, they never they never showed an F fourteen launching a Phoenix with a it's a telephone pole they're freaking yeah. launching on that thing. Uh, but they can both carry. Uh, air to ground bombs mm-hmm. they can carry 10,000 pounds of ordnance ordnance yeah. that that could an E-model or drop. an
1: E-model can carry like 33,000 pounds of ordnance
0: yeah and then you got a uh a B1 bomber uh, actually right now has the highest payload of any bomber it's at 75,000 pounds you of bombs can carry
1: cruise missiles You
0: can carry cruise missiles and each one of those bombs is anywhere from 500 to 2,000 pounds pounders, yeah cruise missile has i think a 1,000 pound warhead so they have all this big ordinance that they could have shot at this thing. They could have had the army shooting artillery up at the thing. Yeah, but all they shot was these little freaking air-to-air missiles and <laughs> trying to blow up this city-sized spaceship. Yeah, yeah. So I think just the the lack of creativity with the freaking weapon selection on this shit. I mean, uh, so that's what I, I did some I did some calculations, some old uh, guesstimation on this. So. In the scene where the the spaceship's flying over New York and it blows up New York. Yeah. It's hovering over top of the Empire State Building.
1: Which, by the way, is not at the end of a road. No.
0: Like it is in the movie. Yep. Uh, the Empire State Building is 1,450 feet tall at the very top of the mast. And kind of considering how big the spaceship is and you use like spatial references, mm-hmm. the spaceship's like 2,000 to 2,500 feet off the ground.
1: Okay.
0: So that's well within... Artillery range. Oh, yeah. Uh, You know, you got, so they didn't have the, um, at this time of the development, they didn't have, um, I I can't remember the new Army's new rocket system they have now. I don't know. Anyway, but they had HIMARS. That's what I was thinking. They didn't have HIMARS yet, but they had the MLRS at the time, and that shoots missiles that are like 500 to 1,000 pounds apiece. Doesn't that shoot AIM-7s? Now they have one, uh, it was called the Slam Ram, and they had a Humvee mounted. But that shoots AIM-120s.
1: Yeah. There's one that shoots AIM-7s. Oh, okay, AIM yeah. That shoots Sparrows still. Yeah.
0: So, they, yeah, the Army has the I Humvee. I that it was, was like, MLRS. Shot no, MLRS ML- shoots, uh, it's the, uh, the rocket artillery that they Is shoot. It? Okay. Yeah. Well, there,
1: there's one that shoots Sparrows.
0: Yeah. Yeah, and it was uh, like a, a Humvee or a, a a Deuce and a half mounted yeah. rocket. Yeah, for uh, anti-aircraft role. Yeah. yeah.
1: AIM sevens were were cool fucking missiles for their time, man. It was
0: a really good missile. It Just had uh, tracking issues. Like they uh, most of the time, like in Vietnam, when they shot them, they'd automatically launch two. They'd ripple two missiles yeah. because they had like a fifty percent hit rate. So they would always launch two to make yeah. sure, try to to make sure they had. They were a
1: hit. cool fucking missile though. Yeah, they they led to some really interesting that, shit. Well, that led into the
0: AIM one hundred and twenty because the, the development yeah. of that missile kind of carried on.
1: And now they have the AIM-240 coming out.
0: Yeah, and uh, that sucker is supposed
1: to be wild, like almost it makes undefeated. me wish I was still in Ellis because we te- we did the AIM-120 testing there. Yeah, with yeah. all the different versions that came down, we tested them.
0: Yeah, that missile is supposed to be like faster and more accurate and longer range, longer range, all yeah, that stuff, yeah, payload, everything.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah so independent state one uh another thing that i never understood is and i'm not a big computer guy but yeah how in the hell would you write a virus yeah for a computer system that you don't know exactly on an operating system you don't know exactly makes no sense
0: exactly that's the thing because uh they supposedly the the gizmos and stuff like the um the star trek guy the the uh this mad scientist at Area Fifty-One, yeah. he said, "No, their shit turned on until like the last week because yeah. the, the so they,
1: they didn't have enough time to do research.
0: They were not able to research what operating system they're using, yeah, what they kind of code. Take
1: a, take a banger on Linux. Yeah, and so hope I'm, it works. I'm just going to make this code on yeah. a on a on a literal alien system that I yeah. never. <laughs> uh, that was the one thing that I thought was interesting. Is initially the U.S. military, specifically the Navy and the Marines, allowed or gave gave them permission to film on US basis. Yeah, until they further read the script and saw that there was references to Area 51. Yeah, and it, then the military pulled their their sponsorship of the movie altogether. Yeah,
0: so a lot of this the scenes were CGI because yeah. of that. they were wanting to do a lot of practical effects with it. Yeah, when well all they had they wouldn't remove the Area 51 references, so they made them yeah. close it down.
1: Uh the other thing that I thought was kind of cool is this is there's a record. Did you read this? uh uh-uh. uh Independence Day holds a record for the most miniatures ever made for a movie
0: oh yeah all so the different little cities and all they, that stuff. they
1: actually yeah there's there's more than whatever the second movie is in that list there's more than twice as many miniatures for independence day yeah and that's a record that will never be broken uh, because of the invention of cgi yeah because they like made a exact replica of the white house to blow it up yeah uh
0: they made uh, replicas of the um of the Empire State Building yeah. and all that stuff, and like all of like New York flight lines,
1: yeah, like a whole bunch of shit,
0: yeah. And that they uh, it was pretty cool how they did some of the, the tedious the effects on that stuff, yeah. They actually put them sideways and filmed them vertical, I guess, in a way, yeah. and and then because that way the flames would perform a certain way yeah. when they blew up and stuff. It was very, neat. very,
1: very uh, a lot of science went into it, not not necessarily computer programming, but actual physical science,
0: yeah. Yeah, some of the uh I'm trying to think of how many I think they said there was like four three or four thousand explosions they used in the movie that yeah. they filmed during
1: the during the different sequences and stuff that they had to use. And another thing that always got to me about it, not not so much initially when I was a little kid, but later on in life when I learned about airplanes, is uh so The fact that they took farmers and fucking... Yeah. Anybody with a pilot's license and threw them in an F-18. Yeah. Now, again, not a Navy guy, so I don't know a whole lot about the F-18. But I will say that I was at initial qualification... I was at a squadron in North Carolina. They did initial qualification training for F-15E model pilots. Yeah. And then then after that, I was at Nellis Air Force Base uh, at the Weapons Academy where they take good pilots and turn them into world class pilots yeah. basically it's it's advanced fighter school uh, initial qualification training is six months and then advanced fighter school is also six months Yeah, so you can't just take someone who flies fucking Cessnas and Stearmans and you know shit and, and, and put them cool. into a fucking fighter jet and the, and the same can be said you can't take a fighter pilot and throw them in a Cessna the controls are fucking way different. And I, I, The envelope is way different. Oh and yeah, t- you can't just do it in a couple of days and be like, "Here's how you fly this plane." Yeah, and, and I think
0: I, I bet you, I would I would give the benefit of the doubt of a of a, a general aviation pilot, being able to get one off the ground, like,
1: like, yeah, I I don't disagree because I've flown Cessnas, yeah, and I've flown in an F-15, but like, but then coming to the point to where.
0: You know, we, us working avionics on those jets to the sequence that you need to go through to arm weapons and to and to. That's lock one on other thing is and, when he
1: hit the eight button. Yeah. And it said like missile armed or whatever, and he was like freaking out. It's on the ground. Yeah, I wouldn't. Even, not only that, can they not arm on the ground because they have, there's a switch called the weight on wheels switch that yeah. disables the circuit to arm the weapons. Uh, also, none of the number the numbers are just there to punch in navigation. Yeah. Not, there's actually, like, weapons buttons in the cockpit. Yeah, they're
0: their own switches and buttons that you have to press in yeah. the arm and different things. But So that's a whole different set of that, that you have to learn. Hell yeah. That's, you, that's, with your targeting and your radar and all that stuff. Like, yeah. you're not going to learn that
1: in a couple hours. This thing, if you fuck it up, you're not going to destroy anything bad. Just nothing's going to happen. Yeah. Like, you have to do shit in the right way. Which
0: I guess it kind of worked out because the dude that was the... the uh, crop duster he ended up kamikaze in anyway into the which was cool yeah that was i'm
1: back yeah and
0: flies <laughs> yeah
1: but uh yeah good story not realistic yeah they,
0: they, that was funny because at the end of they show one of those pilots they get back and land and it's some dude with a, a beard and a hat and like he like come out of vietnam and he's yeah like, so he flew that whole mission Dog and then f- landed it dogfighted with aliens. And then landed.
1: Is it dog fighted or dog fought? Dog fought. Dog
0: I don't know what the uh, proper past tense of dogfight is.
1: Yeah. <laughs> I believe it would be dog fought. Dog fought. I don't know. <laughs> anyway.
0: Yeah. But uh but no, it's a good movie overall. And if you're not hypercritical and that's what sucks about learning so much stuff about the aircraft and different things, is
1: you have to compartmentalize yeah. your opinions. Exactly. Yeah.
0: But this gave me an idea, though, too. If you're still, if you're still with us, if you're still re- uh, listening to this episode, if there's another movie out there you want us to critique,
1: oh, I'm down.
0: Hit us up in the comments, and we will we'll go off on another movie. Yeah,
1: I'll be honest, man. If it's an airplane movie, like we'll we'll probably do okay. Yeah. If it's not, we're gonna struggle.
0: Oh yeah. Like I say, I say, let's do uh, military movies. All right. Airplane movies, of course. But then, like you know, some general. Weapons and tactics type movies, action movies, different things. I think as far as like SWAT team shit? Probably not SWAT team stuff.
1: Yeah, I I'm the wrong guy for that.
0: Basic weapon handling, even some of the like. Oh, yeah, okay, I can yeah, do that. Like yeah. finger
1: on the trigger shit. Yeah. Or, or how everybody's gun in every scene ever is in slide lock. Oh, yeah. no. All right, and then sh- but they still shoot after, and it's like, no. I'm almost sure, thir- shoot 38 rounds from a revolver or something. <laughs> That's true. Yeah. All right, I'm down.
0: So let us know what movies you want to, we might have to make a whole new, like, a Tuesday special. Zach and
1: Trav review fucking Die
0: Hard. (laughs) Okay. He hit a helicopter with a car.
1: (laughs) That's not impossible. Yeah. (laughs) I know a pilot once who dropped a 500 pound bomb on a helicopter.
0: Yeah, that was the the first air-to-air kill. The last air-to-air kill. With uh, with a, a bomb, though.
1: Yeah, the very well, yeah, it was the first air to air kill with a bomb, and the last air to air kill, air to air kill that we've had from a fighter jet. Yeah, I know the guy who did it. It was cool. That's pretty cool. Uh,
0: you know an AK forty seven has an air to air kill.
1: I did not, but I know that we had preds come back with bullet holes in them. <coughs> One of the first
0: uh, preds to ever get shot down in Bosnia was shot down from a helicopter from a door gunner with AK forty seven. I
1: can see that like, that's not a hard yeah. Not a hard target to hit. Yeah. Like hitting a car on the highway going eighty. think <laughs> <laughs> like it's not that unimaginable. Yeah.
0: And uh and then in World War II they credited uh nineteen eleven with uh air. That's true, I knew that.
1: Yeah, he shot through the prop. Yeah. Yeah, I didn't know that.
0: Uh well there's a story of a um, of a pilot that had uh bailed out and was uh under parachute. And a Japanese pilot had came back to like strafe him and he pulled out his 1911 under parachute and and shot a zero down.
1: That's awesome. (laughs) Fuck yeah, 1911. See, I love 1911s, man. I have a Glock. It's great. I much prefer my Kimber.
0: Oh, yeah. It's like, that's America's cartridge right there. (laughs) Low and slow.
1: Let's do it. Yeah. I like it. Huh. Uh, Let's go on about aliens, though. Oh man. So let's let's just I don't want to get down in the hole because I know you are like an avid alien guy. But let me ask you. Okay. In your non expert, expert opinion, Trav, could an alien from a distant planet, whatever, come all the way here and breathe our air? I mean I think I think it's possible, yeah. I think it's well obviously it's possible. We're doing it. But do you think it's probable that another planet's going to have a mix of nitrogen, oxygen, whatever? Yeah, the right gas mix. I
0: think it's it, it's probable, but unlikely. I would say because I, that's I
1: mean a conundrum, possible but unlikely. Yeah, because
0: I think it, yeah yeah it, it, it could happen. What's but, the UPS guy doing still out? Freaking,
1: <laughs> freaking earning a
0: paycheck. Heck yeah. Anyway, but yeah, I think the, there's so many variables that between you know if you just think of a planet that's in another solar system somewhere else no there's no way to know of how their their atmosphere their atmosphere is and it could possibly be the same as ours but it's more than likely not so that's what i mean like they always look for like planets that have oxygen
1: yeah why can't aliens breathe fucking there's something else
0: yeah and there's some scientists that talk about that like we might be looking for life on planets that look so different from
1: what we consider life that it may not even be recognizable. Well, that's though, the dude. thing is is they've said a million times, there's no life at the bottom of the ocean. There's and they keep f- finding it. There's fucking shrimp down there living off the hot pots.
0: Yeah, they live off those freaking volcanic vents down there and shit. Yeah. and just, That's what they're saying now. There may be uh, one of the best possibilities for life. in our solar system is on Europa. That uh, moon. That moon. Yeah. around uh, Jupiter because of the the tidal heating. That's water. Stuff. Yeah, yeah the water. Liquid so. water. We found so many different things that can survive with no That's what I mean. Like, stuff. there's no knowing.
1: Exactly. Yeah. So, I don't know. It, it'd be incredible to me if, it, I mean, but I mean at the same time, if the alien systems come in here, yeah, they probably sampled our atmosphere. Yeah. Exactly. My other thing that I wanted to get into is, so you know, Bob Lazar. Yeah. And what was the Air Force guy that that the the kind of spilled the beans on all the alien stuff? Uh, he worked, he was like a, uh, uh, he worked for like the NSA shit. Oh, like he did a bunch of reconnaissance shit, but not like, yeah, he wasn't like, like painting his face and going into houses recon. He was like reading like computer yeah, stuff. Yeah. He, he was, uh, he nerd. was an
0: Intel guy, Intel nerd. Yeah. Yeah. He was, I can't remember his name, but yeah, that was a new one that just came out. Yeah. He worked for the air yeah. force, the NSA. Yeah. And then he said that we have, uh, captured technology. Yeah. Yeah. And Some of the stuff that he talked about was some of the same stuff that Bob Lazar talked about, too. I know. And, uh, but then there's also that Navy pilot, uh, David Fravor. Yeah. And the video from that footage that he was able... From his 18? Yeah, from his F-18. Uh, that craft performed, and this is actual footage from a military, uh, camera system. Yeah. That craft performed in the same way that Bob Lazar had described how those craft performed like 20 years prior to that.
1: Well, and I was I was reading a deal today that said that they, whatever year that was filmed. Yeah, it was like
0: 2004 when They, that, they
1: had just gone through a massive sensor upgrade. Yeah. And then. They just like upgraded the Aegis system on those. And uh, they and then they started seeing these things. Yeah. Where before they're. Capabilities couldn't pick it up, but yep. now that they can,
0: yeah, exactly. So they could have been there the whole time, all along. Right, just exactly, studying yeah. us. So, I, and I think you know, that's the thing. It, it just think of it from a human perspective. If you're going to go into a, a foreign land of some kind, send a drone. Well, you're going to do, yeah, you're going to send a drone, or but you're going to do recon of some kind. You're going to, absolutely gonna, you're going to just study what it.
1: What it is. So, where, so, Joe. I was listening to Joe Rogan. Yeah. The other day, and he kind of touched on this too, and I agree with him about it. So, I'm not gonna say this is my idea, but I agree with this idea that what do we do when we study? Because if you look at like chimpanzees. Yeah. And this, this is his example, but it it's perfect yeah. sense. So I'm gonna I'm gonna throw it on here. Give credit to Joe Rogan for saying it. Uh, when we study chimpanzees. Obviously, the the technological advancement from chimpanzees to us is fucking light years. Yeah. Right? Like, we, you know, have cell phones and chimpanzees eat their poop. Yeah. But I mean, what do we do? We study them. We still study them. We're still curious about them. Right. But we, not in an invasive way. I mean, some people do. But I mean, the the scientific approach is to sit back, study, but let them know that you're present so they don't rip your fucking face and your balls off. Yeah. And just kind
0: of study them from afar. Right. And just let them do their thing.
1: Mm-hmm. These technological beings that travel light years are tech- are light years away from us. Yeah, all you know, not just yeah. Because if they have the capability of getting here,
0: they are so more far beyond advanced. Yeah, than us. Then it's you couldn't even make a comparison. So yeah.
1: knows if they're just sitting back watching us eat our poop.
0: Yeah, I th- there's a there's a few different uh, hypotheses about that as well.
1: Yeah, I had, I had some buddies who thought like Earth was seeded for.
0: Yeah, and then there's like the the we're a zoo kind of thing where we're here to just for them to observe us
1: the kind of thing and stuff too. I don't know. So
0: it, here's, here's, some, the, here's my here's thing: Will
1: they step in when we destroy ourselves and say, "No, no, not press that button"?
0: Well, there's some there's some scientists that have said that that maybe they're here observing
1: just to make sure we don't kind of thing too. But, so if they got but to here's point, my thing: Would they be would they stop us because we'd be destroying ourselves, or would they stop us because we're destroying our planet? Because they need our natural resources. Well, I've heard kind of both. Because the Earth is a... It's a unicorn.
0: Yeah. Well, and I think they would keep us from destroying the planet. But it's like... uh, There's that movie, um, Battle Los Angeles. Yeah, that was a bad movie. It was. It had a lot of action and stuff in it. But, you know, the the whole premise of that movie was the aliens that came to Earth. Because they wanted our water. There's actually more water on Europa... Than there is on Earth. I did not know that. That 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 moon is basically all water. Hmm. Well, I
1: didn't. Know. I I guess I knew that. I didn't realize it was that big.
0: Well, it, it's it's really actually not that big, but just like the surface of the Earth is is in a in a planetary scale is pretty thin.
1: Oh yeah, I guess that's true. And yeah. uh,
0: and since that moon is just a ball of water, basically, there's more water on that moon than there is. On Earth. On Earth. On so Earth. if they were coming for water, they could. There's other places in the solar system. Pit, and there's, they there's um, other pit stops. Yeah, Enceladus around uh, Saturn is all water,
1: basically. So but like we have like gold and yeah other other important Earth. things. Yeah, so like there's some
0: that have said you know if they if a a species wanted to come in and take resources, there's other places they could get it without having to destroy That's us. Probably true, but. Uh, there was a, a sign. I think it was. Um, Does any other planet have gold? Do they know? Well, so I don't know about gold. but Well, because
1: gold's like obviously very important in our electronics.
0: Yeah. They're, they just they discovered an uh, asteroid, an asteroid belt. Um, it has like a number, but they call it Asteroid Psyche. And it's, I don't know, it's like 200 miles across, something like that. It's a big motherfucker. It's a pretty property. good sized asteroid. Yeah. But it's pretty much solid iron and platinum. Really? They said uh, there's enough iron and platinum on that asteroid. If we were able to
1: mine it, we'd make every person on Earth a billionaire. It would no, like, we wouldn't. Yeah, we'd make like the top two percent billionaires, and then the rest of us would still be. They, they said
0: it's like something like in a the fucking shed. Like a <laughs> thousand quadrillion dollars worth of precious metals on this. That's incredible. They said it's like. Uh,
1: Where's this thing at?
0: It's an asteroid belt between Mars and Jupiter, the Kuiper Belt. Yeah, no, it's it's not that far. It's uh, oh. they're actually sending a uh, a probe to out, go out there and, and take a look at it. Um, they're really? supposed to be launching later this year, I think. Hmm. But yeah, they're going out there. Is uh, to- launching it, Musk? Yep. Uh, it's a NASA probe, and then he's putting putting the rocket behind it. So good for him. But yeah, uh, it's supposed to. They said it's like the world's gross domestic product times like a billion is hmm. what this thing is worth.
1: If we was able to go mine it. That's cool. Yeah. Well, you know what? The pursuit of greed will get us the advancements. That exactly it. The the people
0: that, that want to make the money on it will go out there and pursue some of that stuff. Yeah. So they're they're making advancements on that and shit. And you
1: and me will be like working on their GPS system. Yeah. Okay. I'll I'll be a
0: technician make it working for whoever. Yeah. Yeah.
1: But then I make Keisha watch Interstellar. Which I fucking love that movie. That's a good movie. So we watched that and then we watched a movie called The Black Phone, which was like a kidnapping movie. It was actually really good. Really? Yeah. It's fucked up. I don't
0: know what that one's about either. Man, I haven't seen any very many movies here lately. Well, I'd never
1: heard of that one. She just found it and like liked the synopsis. So we watched it and it ended up being really good. Oh, okay. Yeah. I'll tell you about that one, too. I don't want to review too many movies in one shot here. We're going to blow our our load before we get started. Yeah, i got a premature on the the, the movie reveals over here. So we have to... One episode at a time. Cinema ejaculation.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Oh, man. Well, well, I'm out. Uh, Yeah, let's wrap it up. Hey, uh, we appreciate you guys joining us with our our Independence Day episode.
1: Yeah, guys. uh, Hope you uh, all retain your appendages on the the wonderful holiday that we just celebrated uh hit us up with some other ideas movies you want us to review uh any other podcast ideas yeah listen to us on our on our different channels on you our see channels on,
0: yeah on the you see them on the sign right there but yeah find us on uh on our podcast channels you can find us on uh, spotify is our main one and yet
1: watch the video on youtube you can see the shed
0: yeah you can see our shed here on on youtube and uh We'll put out some clips on tiktok and uh and uh instagram every once in a while and then you can uh find us on spotify apple podcast
1: yeah
0: all those good ones anywhere you find your podcast, we're available so
1: we're there be we, sure you we appreciate you all
0: yeah we appreciate you be sure and leave us a review
1: yeah
0: and share us uh, with a friend and share us yeah that helps us helps get
1: us out there yeah <laughs> all right guys well thank you uh be safe as always have a plan don't drink and drive and uh, tell your friends about us. Oh yeah, we'll see you next time. Thanks. Thanks, Ed.